Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. And hiring people for your team can be one of the most make or break activities for your business. Getting the right people on the right seat, on the right bus, is what author Jim Collins considers to be one of the nine most defining characteristics that distinguishes good companies from great companies. So today we're going to talk about how to hire incredible team members for your business and what to look for in high achievers. Yes, you will not do anything big or anything great ultimately without other people. Yeah. You never like, so if you're alone right now, a solopreneur, you're probably doing awesome things for yourself. But if you think about the impact you make on the world, you're going to need other people. And sometimes if you're a solopreneur, because we have a lot of solopreneurs listening to this, you know, it's not just about hiring employees for your team. It's about how you develop the partnerships that you have. How do you pick the team members? How do you pick the mortgage person? How do you pick the, you know, financial advisor? How do you pick the inspector? Like, how do you pick these people that are going to partner with you to, for you to lead them? Because hiring people is all about leadership. Yep. And we have had our sh- share of uh, terrible hires. Yeah, uh, we have learned a lot yeah. over the years. Um, shame on us. Um, we're well, not. We're learn. not the best at it. And we're better. still not the best. We have about three hundred people, a little over, I think now. And so we've hired a lot of people. We've done a lot of interviews. Yeah. And I think one thing I would share with people growing a company is, I, I read a book, Ready Fire Aim, and one of the points he made is, you will lose fifty percent of people a year. A lot of times. And mm-hmm. I think there's a myth out there about the, I hate to call it the churning of people, but the churning of people. Yeah. So if you find yourself today where you've hired a bunch of people, you've lost people, you've had, that's actually the process. Right. Like I have not met another entrepreneur, could be wrong, comment on the video if this has not been your journey. Yep. But every entrepreneur that I talk to that has built anything at scale loses a ton of people because it's the natural process. So how do you get good at selecting the right people? Because in that book, Ready, Fire, Aim, it talked about, you know, you're going to lose maybe, let's say 50% of your people a year or something like that, which is high, right? Mm -hmm. But this is for effect, I think. The 50% that stay... Those are A players. Mm-hmm. How do you make sure you don't lose them? Yeah. Because your company's success will be t- determined on your ability to hire A players and to keep A players. And maybe to be able to get B plus players to an A. Yeah. Um, there's this um, interview with Alex Hermosi who was talking to a billionaire. That guy started multiple nine-figure businesses, just an incredible entrepreneur. He said he has never hired somebody that in their first two weeks has not shown themselves to be an A player that turns into an A player. Yeah. He has hired A players that have turned into C players, but he has very rarely ever hired a C he, he player basically to said to Alex Ramosi, you if they are not an A player within the first I don't know if he used two weeks or not, but a short period of time. Yep. If you can't tell they're an A player in a short period of time, they are not an A player and they will yeah. never turn into an A player. And I was like, is that true? I don't want to believe that's true because I'm an optimist at heart. I'm a hopeful, you know, person. Like I, see I think the best it depends on on the level at which you're hiring. Uh, in the for the position at which you're hiring, because we've had people that have grown significantly, yeah, it and have you become fantastic A players. But when they were brought in, they didn't have the experience, right? Yeah, but, but they, that person was an A player because there's a difference between experience and the A player. The A, a player is like a mentality. It's like an effort. It's like the it's the initiative, the effort, the yeah. smarts, the, the 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 character. Like it's not, it's less about what they do, like like in terms of experience wise, and more about how they do it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to argue with the billionaire. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just am saying that to go. That's been my experience too. 
Yeah. But my by my optimism in me wants to believe in everybody and wants to believe. It's been can, my experience as of late when we know exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. When you know what you're looking for, you know what you need, and you you can you can start to see those signs yeah. early on. But which pe- is going to touch on one of your points. People, but. the reason why I mention it though, people don't want to talk about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it feels like, oh, that's terrible. It feels very judgmental or it feels better. But that's the raw. You're right. It's It's probably not judgmental. It's real. That's the raw truth. The raw truth is that is if you hired somebody and in the first month, let's say, they have not shown you, like they have not added leverage to you, leverage to your business. I hate to break it to you. You hired the wrong person. Yeah. Yep. Hire slow, fire fast. Well, here's the first point that we'll uh, make in this one is uh, you want to be someone people want to fire. Sir, or, fire. <laughs> hey, look, if you... That was a 40 and slip. You've got to be someone that <laughs> other people want to fire. Yeah. Sometimes you might. Sometimes it might take that. Sometimes. Be, be a leader that people want to follow. So if you're looking yes. for hiring incredible team members, you first have to look inward and be someone that people naturally want to follow. It all starts with the person in the mirror, yeah. right? The greatest leaders are the ones people want to follow. Yeah. Um, and nine times out of 10, when I look at who I've hired and I failed, I look at, it was me. I, I was the problem. Yeah. Because if I was a better leader, if I was better at picking, if I was better at defining expectations, if I was better at inspecting, if I was better at all these things, I probably would never have hired them in the first place. And guess what? I wouldn't have wasted some precious time of their life and wasted some precious time of my life. Yeah. But, but it starts with me. Am I the type of leader that people want to follow and the type of leader that is able to select the yeah. right eight players for the team? Well, greatness wants to align with greatness. And so the best football players want to go play for the best football coach. Mm-hmm. The best college players want to play for the best college coach. So naturally, the best talent is going to want to work for the best leaders. Number two, uh, this is a good one. Create a rubric for what you were looking for. So this kind of yep. forces you to sit down and make a rubric on the qualifications that you are looking for in the individual for the role that you're uh, you're hiring. Yeah, for. most of us, the extent of research or effort we put into our interviews is we go to Google and we ask Google, what interview questions should I ask for hiring oh, yeah. a project manager <laughs> or hiring, you know, whatever, a salesperson. And that's not bad. Like you can go and research and get good questions. I've done that. But it's really sitting down and having the discipline to map out in advance what character traits am I looking for in this individual? And what is it that my expectation is for this type of individual that I'm grading them on? Yep. And asking the exact same questions to every single candidate. Yeah. Because a lot of times we ask different questions to different candidates. And it's not bad because you have to dig deep into their history. So you might get a little nuance there. But overall, you want to have consistency of asked questions so you can have consistency of comparison and consistency of grading to yeah. select who stands out. Yeah. And those questions need to be geared around your rubric of success of what is the most important for this role and what will you not sacrifice on. Yeah. So like a rubric would be down the left-hand side, you want to put those qualifications. So maybe four or five different qualifications of uh, work ethic, uh, skill set, um, whatever uh, whatever else you want to throw in that. I have an example side. I'm going to give uh, on what I look for in, in great people. Oh, yeah, so, yeah so that would be yeah. perfect. So then at the top, you would have like your best answer, your second best answer, average, bad answer, very bad answer. And then those would be like your scores. And then in the boxes, I would even fill in, like pre-fill in, like what answer do you would you want to hear? Like mm, if you were interviewing for this position and you were trying to appease yourself, how would you answer that question? Put that into that box and then you grade people based on how close really they got good. to that answer. And then that then <clears throat> creates a score at the end of it, which is so valuable because you're going to meet 
20, 30, yeah. 40, sometimes 50 people for one position, or maybe you're hiring multiple people for the same position, you're not going to remember every interview. You're not going to remember every sort of thing that caught your attention. So that's a great way just to kind of uh, grade them out. Turns into the the next thing, which is uh, the red flags. Yeah. This is the easiest thing to do yeah. as a hiring manager, and particularly either one who's not uh, – directly close to the role or who doesn't hasn't gotten burned yeah it's good it hasn't <laughs> been burned enough which is don't turn red flags into pink flags yeah, or a worst case you know green flags credit to we hired a new vp of sales to help us run a lot of what we're doing in direct mail with postcards and stuff like that but uh, she's a superstar um, and she was sharing with me her thoughts on hiring and stuff and she used that saying okay don't turn your red flags pink yeah and I was like, oh, that's such a great way to say it. Is mm -hmm. basically in the interview, if you have red flags, could be anything. No, you're going to want to, if you like the person in all these other areas, you're going to want to turn that pink to accept that red flag. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Because nine times out of 10, they're at their best on the interview. Yes, they will be nervous, but they are presenting their best candidate yep. of themselves. And they will get comfortable when they come on board. And that red flag will turn darker red. Yep. And it will always extend itself out because they're trying to be what you want them to be on the interview because they're trying to sell you to get the job. And so often we, we have these red flags. We have this gut intuition. We ignore it. And you can't ignore those things, especially on things like, um, I hate to say it this way, but like chemistry, personality, mm -hmm. right? Um, because you got to be careful here because you don't want to do anything wrong in the interview process. But you, like, there's always this saying, like, pass the beer test. Mm -hmm. Like, would this person pass the beer test? Yeah. Meaning, like, you would be willing to have a beer with them. And the point in that saying is about, hey, culture is important. You could hire someone who's insanely talented, but they're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and that will kill your team. And so you turn the red flag pink. Oh, they're not that big of an asshole. Or they're not that arrogant. Or they're not whatever. Don't do that because you will destroy your team. Yeah. And the culture and culture is important. A, that can be one of the rubrics you don't settle on, right? That you say, on. I think is Steve Jobs said it's better to have a hole than an a hole <laughs> on the team. Meaning, like it's better to have no one and have to pick up the slack yourself than to have an a hole on the team that That's you have so to good. make up for it or deal with. But totally true. I would say the same thing in the first, you know two weeks to 30 days, whenever they're in, if you start seeing those red flags, just understand that those are going to become problems. You either have to cut them off or you have to take action on them. Maybe they weren't the right hire. Maybe the red flag came after the interview process. You didn't pick it up early enough. Move fast on getting those out of your organization. It, it, absolutely. Address it right away. Uh, all right. And then the last thing will be just four things, uh, Luke, that you put down that you look for in high achievers. So this would yeah. kind of be your rubric, your score. Yeah. Like, um, this came out of just like my years of interviewing people. And the biggest mistake I have made in probably my history of hiring people is I pay too much attention probably to skill and too little attention to will. And you can train people on skill. It's very, very hard to pull the will out of people, the willpower, the motivation. But the four things I look for that I've seen in people that are superstars. One is energy and they bring to the call an energy and a passion for life. And I'm not just talking about and charisma. A, 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 the a desire to want to be there. Yes. <laughs> they actually want to be there. Exactly. Like uh, it, we interviewed a guy in our business intelligence uh, unit that we hired. Right. And this is a tech guy, a data guy, an accounting type person. Yep. Right. 
But the energy they had to their work, mm -hmm. the energy they had to the conversation, the interest they had in the position was a real authentic energy that didn't bring you down. That wasn't just like, this is a nine to five job. It's so important. And salespeople specifically, you cannot settle on energy because what you personify onto people, they believe. Yeah. And so if your energy is low, if you're a Debbie Downer, if you bring people down, you will naturally personify that onto others. Yep. So energy is one. Number two is communication. Like everything rises and falls with communication. I know John Maxwell says it's leadership, which is probably tr more true, but everything rises and falls with your ability to communicate clearly, to communicate succinctly, to get your thoughts out and to be able to communicate with your peers and up and down the chain. Mm -hmm. And so I look for communication skills. Is this person able to share what they think? Are they able to engage in conversation? Are they able to um, explain what they do and how they do it to a way that people can understand that they can be part of a cohesive team? Because you might be the smartest engineer on the planet, but if you cannot literally get out of them any communication skills to be able to attribute that to others on the team. Well, we know what that ends up as because mm -hmm. we've had a lot of failed engineering projects here yeah. or software projects, let's just say. Yeah. And so communication skills is another one. And then I, I talked about the will, right? You can get people the skill. They could be an incredible communicator, have incredible energy and passion for their craft. But if they don't have the will, if they don't have the motivation is how yeah. I label it, then I don't want them. Yeah. Right. And I'm looking for people that have motivation for their craft and have a motivation that's bigger than just the monetary gain or the materialistic gain that they can get from mm -hmm. a position. So the money they can get, the, t the title they can get. I want people who are motivated by something that's inside of them that whether I'm there or not, they're going to do a kick-ass job, mm -hmm. right? They're, they are motivated to do this because they have a why that is bigger than just what Reminder Media provides them. Yeah. And then number four, and this is the most important, underline this, never, never turn a red flag pink in this. <laughs> Make this the highest score in your rubric is character. Yeah. Is character. Is I've just hired too many people where I realize, oh man, you just, you, you're just too selfish. Like you, you care about yourself more than you care about the greater good. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I can't, I can't win with you. So now I have to box you in because you care too much about yourself. Yeah. And it's like the people with character, it's just amazing the difference. Yeah. Um, because there's, there's not only a moral compass there, but there's a caring for others there. Yeah. And you can get a lot of star players that don't care for others. Definitely one of the categories where you have to have your radar high to be able yeah. to pick out the red flags because yeah. no one's obviously going to show up to an interview and say, oh, yeah, well, I have bad character, give you examples of where yeah. they didn't show character. But the ability to do what you say you're going to do, the ability to work with integrity, the ability to to value the greater good um, and their role in it, like these yes. are things that you can dig into. Some simple ways, right, is one, how do you give back? Does the person give back in your, in their life? Another way is to tell me about the some of the hardest adversity you faced in your life and, and how you overcame that because it's going to teach you about their mindset and not only their will right and motivation, but it's going to teach you about how they think about life. The other is tell me about a basically a, a problem that happened, right? When you're getting them to tell the story of their life and their business, hey, where's a place you failed? Mm -hmm. And then how do they talk about that failure? Do they take extreme ownership? Do they see how they could have improved or do they blame external circumstances? They blame others. Yeah. So there's ways you can ask questions to understand how this person shows their character. Yeah. yeah. Forcing them to like answer questions like, what did you think of your last boss? What could have yes. been done better at your last company? Like those are 
areas where you just have to listen to the subtleties yes. of the words that people use to be able to pick up on some of that. And then also, like, did they stick things out? Yeah. Right? Because a person of high character, they it doesn't mean you can't jump from a job to another job. It's just they, they see things through. Yeah. They, they I like, your yes is your yes, your no is your no. You, when you say you're going to do something, you do it. Yeah. Okay. So, like, to kind of give, like, a very concrete example, going back to the rubric, is if you're judging energy, maybe your very best score is going to be they showed up smiling, they leaned forward when uh, giving their answers or when during the interview. If you're in person, they made contact uh, eye contact. Um, uh, maybe they had active listening, right? Yep. They were nodding along. They were smiling along with when you their were inflection talking. All of those things you put into the best column. Trait. And yeah. then if, if they're missing one of them, then they go down to the next column. If missing two of them, they go to the yeah. next column. It's, you know, and that's how you kind of end up creating your, yep. your rubric there. So thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And look, if you want to kind of have some um, insight into your own drives and motivation, uh, and kind of learn maybe how you how you work best. Uh, we actually have a free uh, personality. I guess you would call it. A, it's a behavioral assessment, predictive index behavioral assessment, over at remindermedia.com slash staypaidpi. We've had over a thousand people, believe it or not, take this assessment from, awesome. from our link uh, to get their own personalized predictive index behavioral assessment to see which of the 17 profiles you fit into to help you maximize your strengths and find a job that is perfect for your personal drives and skill sets. You can take that for free over at remindermedia.com slash stay paid PI. Thank you again. If you like this episode, and want to uh, show your support, head on over to Apple podcast, drop us a five-star review. And the best way to show your support is to share this episode with a friend. Uh, uh, here's a joke. Where do bad rainbows go? Prism. It's a light sentence. Mm. It's a stupid joke. It's a light sentence. If you want to get hold of me, Lou, email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. And happy Thanksgiving. Today happy is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We missed that in the beginning. We had our Thanksgiving episode last week, but just wanted to say yes. thank you to everybody. Who we listens. love you. We appreciate you. Absolutely. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Um, This is by no means an all-encompassing list of hiring great people, but there are definitely things that we have learned over the years in trying to hire top A players for our team. My action item for you in this episode is simple. I would challenge you, if you're hiring for a position right now, to take some time to sit down and create the rubric. Create the rubric of what you want out of this position from character traits and expectation standpoint so you can actually grade people effectively when you interview them. If you don't have a plan walking into the interview, then your plan is to fail. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every industry is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 